0: happy wednesday and welcome to the between the dream podcast i'm your host richard taylor jr reporting to you live from the workhorse hq in edmonds washington i hope that you all are doing well and i hope that you've had a good week up until this point I'm so excited for today's convo it's gonna be a good one But before we get into it, I want to say thank you so much to all of you all who are tuning in for the first time or one of the few first times. Um, Definitely excited to have you here. Welcome to the family. Um, And then, of course, for our returning listeners, thank you all so much. For your continued love and support, the podcast would not be possible without you staying down 10 toes with your boy as we continue to bring these conversations to the forefront. So with that being said, whether new or returning, thank you. And also, please make sure that you're encouraging others to tune in, to listen, to subscribe. Um, You never know who it might help. So as you know, we are diving deep into conversations around being able to cope and deal with grief during the holiday season. Now, remember what I said the other day, instead of going point by point throughout one episode, I wanted to break it up and have different conversations because I think that sometimes it's needed when we talk about being able to grieve, right? Like we might just need one thought in the moment. We might just need one thing in the moment and I wanna keep that flow going. So today I wanna focus our time in on being able to deal with and it could be a multitude of things, but our stubbornness, our pride, maybe our shame and guilt that causes us not to ask for help when we grieve, specifically during the holiday season, right? Here's the reality. After the loss of anything, you're going to deal with at some point in time, a form of grief. It looks different for everyone. Some folks grieving might show more through the emotional standpoint, where it is met with a ton of tears and a lot of emotional outburst and maybe the outward appearance aspect. But then for others, it might be a thing of their grief is, is silent and we don't necessarily get a chance to see it. They, they went from being highly extroverted and outgoing to completely silent. For some, it could be done through an addiction or through maybe a bad habit that's picked up, right? Um, grief can show itself in different ways with that being said though I want us to take the time to consider how much more prevalent it is when we are coming up amongst like holidays or time where we are supposed to be with loved ones or where it's supposed to be super festive and in those moments whether you notice it or not the the truth is is that it, it, it basically multiplies right the feelings of grief, the reality of it, what we're met with in those moments and times, it just it seems to just be coming at us at a greater rate. And so I want us to take the time today the to consider what it would take for us to be consistent in asking for help when struggling with our grief when we when we feel it coming on when we feel the change in our our patterns in our habits and maybe even the simple things and how we're responding to our friend groups or the people around us right what what does that part look like for us and as we recognize that and identify it i want us to take some time to really start creating a system of support right whether this comes through the form of friends FAM, obviously, um, maybe your your workout group. It could be your coworkers, right? It could be a networking group. Like the, 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 the possibilities of it are endless, but I really do want us to consider what support group can we be around? Now, here's the beauty too. It doesn't have to be a multitude of people because I'm not saying that we're about to sit down and have a come to Jesus intervention. That's not what I mean. It could literally be one to two solid relationships with individuals that you, one, have been able to identify as having your best interest at heart, but then two, also being able to identify as somebody that you trust and feels safe, right? And so in this, I don't want you to feel like, okay, I've gotta find a huge group of individuals in order to make this work. No, that is not what I'm saying. I'm simply saying, what solid individuals can you find not big groups but what consistent individuals can you find not 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 this huge outing but what individuals that have been true to their words and their actions have aligned as well that you could reach out to that can that that you can be honest with ahead of time about what you feel before you even feel it or before it happens let's say that right Having individuals, let me backtrack it and say that again. Individuals that you can be honest with about what you feel before acting on what you feel and it turning into something greater, something that could be more of a detriment later on because of what you're experiencing with the grief. And so here's the reality, right? We've got some work to do. We've got to be able to look at ourselves and not only ask the question of why. I believe the why is, is definitely important when it comes to understanding the elements of ourselves that do not allow us to open up and ask for help. So we have to ask the why if it is pride. We have to ask the why if it is shame. We have to ask the why if it is stubbornness, right? But then after asking the why, we then have to put ourselves in a position to understanding the power of our willingness, right? The power of our willingness to start saying yes to help rather than saying no. And this is kind of hard, right? But it's the truth. If we do not ask for help and if we do not start embracing the power of the willingness portion, what we can find ourselves dealing with is not only a greater hill to climb later on as we finally choose to heal, but if we don't ask for no, our no could actually lead, I'm sorry, if we don't ask for help In those moments, our no and the rejection of help can actually put us in a position to where we are now embarking upon unnecessary um, uh, detriments, turmoils, trials, and traumas. Like we are literally pouring more fuel on to an already lit fire. So all I'm saying is this, taking the time to now after asking the why, we've got to address our heart that either allows us or doesn't allow us to be willing to ask for help. Simple things that I believe could be really helpful and beneficial when it comes to getting the help that we receive in the spaces of grief, specifically during these holiday seasons. And of course, as we learn to champion it here, it gives us a greater opportunity to champion it throughout the next year and throughout our lives. And we build up this rapport within ourselves that gives us an opportunity to start seeing our strength on a greater level as we move forward in our lives. That's my message for you all today. If this helped, do me a favor. Make sure you share it with somebody that you feel like it might be beneficial with. Share it on social. And if you got any questions, feel free to reach out to me at Richard Taylor Jr. on Instagram. Richard L. Taylor Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn, at Truly Taylor Made on Twitter, and of course my website, RichardTaylorJr.com. As always, you are not losing in life, you are not failing, you are simply between the dream. Talk to you also.